Whether it's her first Mother's Day or her 40th, she deserves more. Shop tons of stunning on-trend jewelry for every budget at Diamonds Direct. Diamond fashion jewelry, beautiful birthstones, everyday pearls, starting at just $200. Commemorate the real loves of her life with a gorgeous pendant featuring the birthstone of the one who made her mom. This Mother's Day, Diamonds Direct has everything you need to say thank you. Diamonds Direct. Your love, our passion. Online at DiamondsDirect.com. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet. That's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is your moment, your time to shine, your comeback. You're ready for the next step in your career, and you want an education employer's respect. So you're not just going back to school. You're coming back with Purdue Global. Backed by Purdue University, one of the nation's most respected public universities, Purdue Global is built for people who bring their life experience into the online classroom. Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Abraham Lincoln Radio Studio at the George Washington Broadcast Center. Jack Armstrong and Joe Getty. The Armstrong and Getty Show. It's a humiliating defeat for Vladimir Putin's men who have been forced to beat a hasty retreat and a clumsy attempt to save face from Moscow who says it's withdrawing to reinforce troops in Donetsk. You know, armies are like people. They get scared. They, they find themselves in moments when um, all of a sudden all you want to do is turn around and run. And these are Russian troops, many conscripts among them, second tier. A lot of them have been killed, maybe 80,000 killed and wounded. Um, this is not a red badge of courage moment. Um, these troops are going to start rolling out. I think that's going to accelerate in the days ahead. I hope he's right. That's uh, the former commander of NATO uh, talking about the weekend in which the Ukrainians took back about a thousand square miles and have the Russians on the run. It's just absolutely fantastic. And so it is. It's the worst moment for Russia since that opening weekend where they tried to take Kiev and failed. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you, you take the victories you can get and it is great. But I just saw the map getting ready for this segment, and Russia still controls a hell of a lot of Ukrainian territory, including the critical coastal areas, but, you know, areas. But in terms of Uncle Mo, Uncle Momentum, he's definitely on the side of Ukraine again. Uh, President Zelensky over the weekend said, these days the Russian army is showing its best, showing its back as they run away. Oh, that's mockery. And he said, in the end, it's a good choice for them to run away. There is and will be no place for occupiers in Ukraine. 
I'm freaking loving that. Absolutely loving it. Well, interestingly, because, again, the amount of ground gained, and some of it's very, very valuable ground, as Jack will probably get into here, railroad uh, depots and that sort of thing, but um, they've retaken several significant towns and cities where the Russians had hammered the message, Russia is here to stay, here forever. We're not leaving. Throw in with us. Uh, everything will be fine. We'll protect you. Don't worry about being a so-called collaborator because we're not going anywhere. And then the Russians fled, fled, turned their backs, as uh, Zelensky said, and ran for their lives. So that word will spread to all sorts of places where people are trying to decide, all right, do I throw in with the Russians just to you know, keep myself safe or not? Ian Bremmer, some of his tweets over the weekend as he follows this very closely, Russian troops surrender of Izium. Without a fight is the biggest loss in the battlefield for Putin since the initial efforts to take Kiev. Pressure on Putin for a general mobilization and public admission that the special operation is indeed a war is growing quickly. A Moscow, did you hear this? A Moscow city district council called on President Putin to resign. Almost unheard of in the Russian dictatorship, according to wow. Ian Bremmer. Wow. And as to the significance of losing some of those towns, Ian Bremmer tweeted, the sinking of that Russian Black Sea flagship. Remember when that happened? That was an embarrassing moment for Putin, but had no strategic importance. Russia's military withdrawal today, this was yesterday, is a major loss on the battlefield and threatens to turn the tide of the war, which I hope is what's happening. Certainly looks like what is happening. But then you got this angle of it as the Wall Street Journal editorial board, their lead uh, piece today about Vladimir Putin being cornered. Remember all that talk at the beginning when Russia was on the run? And we get, you know, in the, in the, in the old saying, you know, never, never surround your enemy on all four sides and all that sort of stuff because you got to give mm-hmm. them an out. Vladimir Putin is going to have to calculate how to respond at this point, says the Wall Street Journal. Western leaders have to be prepared that he will use nuclear weapons or attempt to involve NATO directly in the conflict. So we're back to that conversation. How far can you push him? How how badly can you defeat his army without him going nuclear? Yeah, it's an interesting question, but I, I don't know. I don't have any enthusiasm for considering it. I just we've heard it so many times. You don't have enthusiasm because you don't think he would do it or no, it just feels like the same old question with the same old unanswered, you know, f- factors, the uh, unknowables. I don't know. Uh, I'm just, I guess I'm just tired of that question. Well, it needs to be answered. <laughs> I mean, somebody's got to answer it. Do you? Well, it can't be. <laughs> um, That's my objection. Well, it will be. They'll either continue, we, we, because we're, we're a big part of it, will either continue to beat the crap out of Russia or decide, nah, we're going too far. There's a, a story in, uh, I guess, in the dispatch today that our, our, our officials had been telling Ukrainian officials to kind of, kind of ease back on this whole counteroffensive a little bit. That you're, you're at, you're, 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 you're taking too big a bite of the apple. Um, and uh, Ukraine either ignored that, or those reports aren't true. Says the or dispatch. they responded, "It's our apple," uh, which would be a good response. Yeah. But, but that decision does have to be made. It's either going to be, I don't give a crap. We're going to keep kicking his ass until he leaves our country. Or you're going to say, I think we've gone as far as we ought to go before he decides to use some of his vast nuclear arsenal. 
Well, you've you've forced me into the uh, discussion. Uh, I I would say as a poker player, don't fold in f- to somebody's bluff until they've gone ahead and bluffed. I mean, at this point, all he's done is made vague noises about history changing, vengeance, and blah blah blah. Um, I think I think there's a long road before we you have to worry about that sort of thing. Including, you know, the domestic politics on the Russian side is so interesting and complicated. Where that flows, particularly if these battlefield defeats continue, do the Russian people say, yes, let's draft every young man in Russia and send them into this brave defense of the fatherland? Or will they say, what the hell are we doing in Ukraine anyway? we got to cut it out. Uh, because Putin's support, though it is very, very tough to shake, it's not impossible. So I really liked this story that was in the New York Times about how some of the pro-Putin, pro-Russia bloggers have turned on him. And this is where a lot of people get their information because the only uh, media you've got, uh, you know, when you turn on the TV is the state media that tells you lies. But the social media bloggers have a way to uh, to cut through that. But they the, the ones that are still allowed to exist have, you know, fallen out of windows accidentally or whatever. Um, have been pro-Russia, pro-Putin, but they turned him on him over the weekend, as the New York Times was pointing out. And I'll read a little bit of that because I thought it was kind of interesting. Um, You're throwing a billion-ruble party, one pro-Russian blogger wrote in a widely circulated post Saturday, referring to Putin-led celebrations in Moscow, commemorating the 875th anniversary of the city's founding. What is wrong with you? Not at the time of such horrible failure. Most of the people are in shock and did not think this could happen, said an, uh, a person who analyzes Russian language news. Most of them are, I think, genuinely angry. One of the bloggers, I'm not even going to try to pronounce his name, who's from Ukraine but moved to Crimea following its annexation, told his 2.3 million followers on Friday that if the military continued to play down its battlefield setbacks, Russians would cease to trust the Ministry of Defense and soon the government as a whole. Another blogger said in a video published on Friday claiming the Russian forces did not even try to resist as Ukraine's military swept forward this week. It's posting videos of the of Russian military running away and showing all the equipment left behind. That's the sort of thing we're seeing on TV, but that's the sort of stuff this blogger with gazillions of followers was showing to his people in Russia. Look, our military's running away. And what's really significant, in case you didn't like pick up on it, is the Russian military only tolerates pro-military bloggers, pro-Putin bloggers, you know, dead red, right-thinking types. And so the people back home, when they get the word from these people, oh, my God, we're getting routed. Our guys are running for their lives. This is a disaster. And Putin's crazy or stupid to be holding a big party. I, we can't believe this is happening. I mean, that's it's like if MSNBC, CNN, and the New York Times all joined together to say Joe Biden's uh, senile and Kamala Harris is a moron. I mean, <laughs> it's extra significant. Some of the bloggers are embedded with the military, as Joe pointed out, preparing reports for television while providing more detail uh, on what's going on. The anger of the Russian military's mistakes reached a fever pitch on Saturday. One of the bloggers called Russia's retreat, and he's embedded with the military, called Russia's retreat a catastrophe, while others said it had left the residents who collaborated with Russian forces at the mercy of Ukrainian troops, potentially undermining the credibility of the occupying authorities all across the territory that Russia still holds. As a result, analysts say Mr. Putin faces no good options. Escalating a war whose domestic support may turn out to be superficial 
could stir domestic unrest, while continuing retreats on the battlefield could spur a backlash from hawks who have bought into the whole Nazi thing. Yes, I'm loving this. He is he's it's falling apart on him. It took took longer than we we were hoping there at the beginning of this war, but it's really falling apart on him right now. Yeah, yeah, I don't want to get too cheery about it just because I could picture them, you know, digging in and holding on to the the coast, which is so important, then drafting a poor bunch of poor unfortunate uh, uh, Russian kids and sending another wave of ill-trained boys at the Ukrainians uh, next year just to save face. You know, I'd, and this thing could slog on and on, but boy, a lot of question marks. Yeah, that's uh, that's really fantastic, though. Really fantastic. Uh, I can't wait till the book is written someday on the involvement of the United States and NATO in what was going on there through this whole war. I did read one uh, article, I think, in the Wall Street Journal about the uh, it was our intelligence that was involved in this whole counteroffensive. So, and we got the best stuff in the world. Sure. Yeah. Awesome. What else can we tell you? You want nonstop queen coverage? It's everywhere if you want it. Certainly. Uh, people getting back to the office and remembering how many distractions there are and uh, thinking, wow, I was a lot more productive at home. So it's the back, back, back lash to the remote working thing. People going into the office and feeling like they got more work done at home. Yeah. Interesting. They'd forgotten how, like, noisy and how many people drop in on you and interrupt you and the phone's ringing and that sort of thing. Uh, also, have you heard about the Duke BYU volleyball racism oh, scandal? Yeah, we haven't talked about this. There's been a, a turn. It's quite the story. Yeah, if, you, if you're kind of familiar with that story, stay tuned for the latest on that. And as always, our text line is 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. The state of California is going to be the first state to, how many times have I said that phrase? It's going to be the first, it's almost something, always something terrible too. It's going to be the first state to start naming heat waves like hurricanes. With a new bill signed into law on Friday by by the governor. So more on that later. That's stupid by Cal Unicornia standards. Jimmy the heat wave. You've stunned me. What heat, the hell is going on? I guess you'll say heat wave iris has, is ravaging Southern California. No, no I won't say that. <laughs> I will not. Wow. Breaking new frontiers in dumb. So this story, we hadn't really talked about it. I'd only been dimly aware of it. Uh, back on August 26th, a black player for Duke University women's volleyball team said that she had been heckled. Um, from the stands, uh, it was a big, big volleyball match. It was 5,500 people uh, were attending that. It, uh, Duke was visiting BYU in Provo, Utah. Okay? So this black player for Duke says that uh, she, they were heckling her and a teammate using uh, racial terms of some sort. Racial slurs, if you will. Um, and that night, 
uh, BYU said, yes, yes, I think we've, uh, we think we've identified the fan and they're banned for life from ever attending BYU sports. Well, uh, BYU said Friday, after we'd gone off the air, that it completed its investigation into accusations of racial heckling and slurs at a volleyball match and found no evidence that the behavior took place at all and apologized to the fan that they had uh, said was barred. Yeah, so following this story from the beginning, it had all the looks of, all the hallmarks of, I'll bet this didn't happen. I mean, it was just one of those stories where you thought, first of all, it's just kind of hard to imagine some fans in Provo, Utah, dropping N-bombs on some girl who's playing volleyball. It's just kind of hard to imagine. I know that sort of thing can happen. Well, no, no, it's not necessarily N-bombs. The original story it was. Oh, really? Yes, the original story was N-bombs. Wow, they have really backpedaled then. The original story it was N-bombs. Wow. And uh, and then they started talking to people that were in the stands, and uh, this was before the full investigation. They started talking to people. This was in the early days of it, because I was following it back then. And uh, and they're talking to people in the stands who were saying, I didn't hear any N-bombs. I mean, they just kept talking to person after person who kept saying, I don't know what you're talking about. I didn't hear it. I was sitting right in the same section. So I thought, okay, I know where this one's going to end up, and that seems to be where we ended up. Wow, unbelievable. Even the, well, the coverage in, I believe this is the New York Times. Yes, the liberal New York Times. Uh, quoting uh, BYU. Well, from first, our, of all, first of yeah. all, you, you know, because you you're, you usually run this corner of, uh, of journalism. I work this beat, that's right. It would seem somebody made this up. I don't know if it's the player or a fan or a coach or whoever made this up. But if you're going to make up a story like this, you have to go all the way. It's got to be N-bombs. Of course it does. Mm. You got to go big. So BYU said, from our extensive review, we have not found any evidence to corroborate the allegations that fans engaged engaged in racial heckling or uttered racial slurs at the event. As we stated earlier, we would not tolerate any conduct that would make a student athlete feel unsafe. So they not only did they question everybody they could find who sat anywhere near there in the stands, they had the university TV footage which they could remove the uh, like play-by-play from, so they had all of the crowd noise on tape, and they can't find any slurs of any sort right. during the entire matches. So well, well, uh, <laughs> imagine Duke University being vo- involved in a fake, woke race scandal. That would be shocking, wouldn't it? Wow. Lacrosse but- team, hello. But it was, just, it was so hard to believe from the very beginning. It was one of those stories where... Some fans were saying, come on, don't, do you think we would put up with that? I mean, if somebody was yelling out N-bombs, we would all stand up and, like, point to them and say, get them out of here. Or beat the hell out of them or whatever. <laughs> yeah. So Duke, of course, the university's vice president and director of athletics, stood by the women's team and said, all members of the team are exceptionally strong women who represent themselves, their families, and Duke with the utmost integrity. Uh, okay. All right. Super. Yeah. Oh, University of South Carolina women's basketball team canceling scheduled games against BYU, including the season opener, because of what allegedly happened. Really? Now that yeah. I hadn't heard. Oh, yeah. my God. If you missed an hour of the show, get the podcast Armstrong and Getty On Demand. Armstrong and Getty. 
Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cd for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. Men just don't work as much as they used to, um, especially young men, right? Uh, teenagers 20 years ago, more than half of them, uh, 16 and over, worked. Now it's one-third. That's a big drop-off in 20 years. And every one of the generations afterwards um, works less as a cohort than they did up until 55 and older, more share of men work than they did 20 years ago. That's weird. If we're like losing the idea that getting a work ethic, figuring out how to, uh, you know, wake up hungover and show up to work on time to get the independence of having a hostile third party allow, you know, pay you money to do indifferent work. That's important. So that's Matt Welch from Reason Magazine, Libertarian. That's a libertarian rag if you don't read it. Uh, on Bill Maher Friday night, where they were talking about a crisis among young men. What was that stat at the beginning there? That it's gone from more than half of teenage men working to uh, about a third. In a short amount of time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, if you'd gone back earlier than that, like when my dad was that age, it'd be practically all of them. Um, yeah, I did. I'm, I'm thinking back to my circle of friends. I'm not sure anybody didn't work. 
when when I was a teenager. I can't think of anybody, even the rich kid that I was friends with, because there was like one. Um, yeah, he had a part time job. Yeah, yeah. Uh, practically everybody, and I'm struggling to think of anybody who didn't. And uh, some of them, it was work on their own parents you know farm or whatever but it was still work um boy i'm thinking of my circle of friends in high school and i could tell you where each and every one of them worked yeah well that ain't the case now depending on where you live it might be more or less likely but um let's hear because you've got to get spectacular grades to get into the college of your choice to learn nothing so you can get a diploma And uh, the job I did, you wouldn't be able to get now because they hire um, undocumented workers Uh uh, to do those jobs. Uh, Here's a guy, Scott Galloway, uh, who does a podcast on the same topic. The most unstable nations in the world have one thing in common, and that is they have too many lonely, broke, and alone men. It's the most dangerous person in the world. Someone Rusty wasn't attacked because of the fatwa. He was attacked because a guy was living in his mother's basement. Mm. We have we have a crisis among young men, and it starts at a young age. Young men are twice as likely on a behavior-adjusted basis to be suspended. Seven in ten high school valedictorians are women. For every one female, for every two female graduates from college in the next five years, you only have one. The scariest stat, walking down the avenue that is America, only one in three men under the age of 30 have had sex in the last year. And you hear sex and your brain fires, but the bottom line is, it's a key step to the elemental foundation of any society, and that is relationships. Men, young men aren't attaching to work, they aren't attaching to women, they aren't attaching to schools. We are producing too many of the most dangerous person in society. We're not gonna have kids, we're not gonna have a productive society, we're gonna have more violence, and also we're gonna have a society it does not value uh, young men. Wow. There's a lot to unpack there. Holy cow. And we've talked about yeah. those individual things before. The fact that young men aren't having sex. That's just aren't getting girlfriends. I just I can't even wrap my head around. It. If you're over a certain age, it's unimaginable. <laughs> uh, what? So you said every young man you knew had a job when you were young. How many of them? We're actively pursuing sex. <laughs> Every single one. Well, and it's that's an old, old story in political science. If you study various revolutions and, and unstable societies, as, as Mr. Galloway was making the point, um, a, a surplus of unattached, unemployed men is just a ticking time bomb. Always has been. Usually, though... Uh, usually you're talking, you know, you're talking about some Middle Eastern country or Eastern European country or whatever. There are no jobs. That's why they're unemployed. And if mm. they're and if they're not having sex, uh, they're probably having sex. If they're not in relationships, there's some other turmoil that's going on. Well, we or are the Chinese, or, or hang on, the Chinese situation where you had the one-child policy and you aborted millions of female fetuses for years and years. That would explain why men can't get a woman because there aren't any. But the idea that they just don't care enough to try. Wow. Yeah, we're voluntarily so we have the lowest unemployment in the history of uh, the capitalism. And young people aren't working, and you know the relationships are still available if you want one, but they just don't want them. It's a, it's a, it's a self opt out of work and and relationships, which I just I don't know what's going on. What's in the water or the culture or something? 
Or both. Yeah, it's funny. There are so many cultures that have terms for these grass-fed men. I think they call them in Japan, and I can't remember the other ones, but it's essentially men who don't act like men at all. How about working from home? Maybe that's the answer. Dear young man, this work from home thing is a disaster. They need young men. Young men need young men need guardrails. They need to know how to read a room. They need to put on a clean shirt. They know not to get high or drink too much during the week and then get into the office the next day. We have a crisis among young men. One of the most, in my view, one of the most dangerous things in our society. Oh, that reminds me of something he brought up last segment was, uh, and we've talked about this a lot too, but that whole 70% of valedictorians are, are girls across the mm-hmm. country. Just the, um, uh, I've seen it myself because I got three nieces that were all straight A students. I mean, just the, 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 the culture among high school girls versus the culture among boys is so much different. Mm hmm. Yeah, yeah. That's an interesting topic too. How we got there. Do you have any idea why that is? I, I really don't. Um, academia, education, which is way left, as we've discussed for a long time, was so down, so so enthusiastic about the up with girls thing. I think this is a big part of it, and, and I'm 100% up with girls, too. I raised two of them. Um, but the up with girls became down with boys in a lot of the world of education. And in ways subtle and not so subtle, uh, schools have changed to be much more girl-oriented. You'll sit still, you will listen, you will cooperate, you will not let off steam, you will not uh, be energetic, you will not act like a little boy, or we will drug you. And I think even more than some of the direct consequences of that, I think there has been a cultural message being sent to young males now for a couple of decades. And I don't know how you folks would want to phrase that cultural message. Um, I'd have to think about it. It's something like the way you are and the way you behave is wrong. It's a pathology. You need to stop and act more like these human beings who happen to be females. So are these things tied together, or is it just an unfortunate coincidence? The young men not working near as much, young men not pursuing relationships, and then, you know, the culture of uh, striving in academics not being the same. Are those together with the uh, catastrophic decline in manufacturing jobs in this country? Yeah, I think those may be coincidental. Uh, but that often happens. Um, you know, two things conspire to uh, cause a, a huge effect that either one of them alone probably wouldn't have. Yeah. The uh, the initial point from whoever that was about wasn't the fatwa that got Rushdie stabbed. It was a guy living in his mom's basement. We did that story, if you never heard of that. The guy was, what is he, 24, living in his mom's basement, just hanging out in the computer. In this case, mom was letting him. He wouldn't let me go down there see what he was doing. If you live in my freaking house, I'm going in there and seeing what I'm doing, what you're doing. But, um, uh, yeah, and he didn't have a job, didn't have a girlfriend. He was a loser, classic loser. Uh, I like the cut of this Scott Galloway's jib. What else has he got to say? A Tinder, two to one, male to female. It sounds like a great idea. Oh, I can just order women like I do a pizza on my phone. I think I'll have the Kelly today. <laughs> Except... <laughs> Except when you when you go on it, 
it weeds out the people who aren't the best looking, I think, because, it, you know, it used to be go to a bar. OK, maybe it was potluck, but yeah. you have to be able to learn to 100%. talk to a woman. You, you, they, they, I don't think they had to talk to a woman anymore because it's just on the phone. It's just like, what's up? 50 men on Tinder, 50 women. 46 of the women show all of their attention to just four men, leaving 46 men pursuing just four women. If we have huge mating inequality, and here's the problem. When people don't get together and there's no pheromones and there's no vibe, women primarily try and make very quick assumptions about this individual's ability to garner resources in the future. 10% of the men get 90% of the attention, which does not lead to good behavior or form long-term relationships. Online dating is disastrous for mating and for men. It's terrible. Oh, that's interesting. That is really wow. interesting. So the winners lose and the losers lose. Because the winners are getting all the attention from the women and don't have to, you know, of course, this has always been true of like really good looking dudes. But but yeah, but but he mentioned the pheromones and all the other stuff that, mm-hmm. that can overcome a lot of that. Right. Yeah. If it's just a picture with no other context, things we understand and don't understand, that's even more of an unequal playing field. Yeah. Yeah. It's a perverse way for two animals to get together for mating purposes. Huh. You know, there's one more clip I want to get to of this, uh, and I think you'll find it really interesting after a quick word from our friends at Simply Safe Home Security. Maybe you do have a family. You've successfully met somebody and, and put together a household. Good for you, but you want to protect it from the randos and weirdos and criminals that they keep putting back out on the streets. Or maybe it's fire that concerns you. Plenty of uh, folks in our audience can relate to that. Simply Safe Home Security, by far the best choice and less expensive. So 24-7 professional monitoring actual human beings, Simply Safe's agents, We'll call you the moment a threat is detected. Dispatch police or first responders in emergency. Even if you're not home or can't be reached, they'll stay on the line with you until help arrives. That sounds like a really expensive system, but it's not. You can get this for around a dollar a day. No long-term contract. This is something you set up yourself when you order it, and we'll give you the website here in a second. But this is just the best you can get. Yeah, with plans starting at less than a dollar a day, it's just not going to break the bank, and it shouldn't to protect your home. Customize the perfect system for your home in just a few minutes at simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Go today, claim a free indoor security camera, and 20% off with interactive monitoring. Great deal. Go to simplysafe.com slash Armstrong. Boy, as a guy who's got a 12-year-old and 10-year-old boy, this stuff is quite troubling to me. You are definitely going to have to teach them how to deal with the currents of the 21st century world in a way that we didn't have to deal with. Yeah, I was actually uh, we were, I remember where we were the other day and I asked how old you have to be to work here because there was a young person and my, my son Sam wants to get a job. So I'm hoping that that alone will get him into a different path than, than yes. the other path. I know it will because I've seen how my nieces have changed a lot from getting jobs but uh, i definitely want to encourage the whole i don't know how <laughs> maybe i'll uh maybe i'll put them together but uh get get them on the whole you know have a girlfriend that's that's the normal thing to do or i i don't know what's keeping people from having girlfriends some of it i think is f- like fear like of not getting the, the 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 perfect one and being mocked for it or something i've seen a lot of that Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. In a way yeah, that guys I with utterly unrealistic expectations. Well, I, a buddy of mine who was um, my age used to hang around with a lot of younger dudes in his job. He was in uh, sports broadcasting, so he was uh, he was in his forties, now fifties, 
and a lot of 20-something men, and he said it was so weird. They all belittle each other's, like, who they think is attractive and end up none of them dating. Wow. Isn't that something? Yeah. I've seen that, too, the whole, oh, please, she's a toad. She's a pig. Yeah, who you... To uh, some, like, really beautiful girl. Yeah, you who, who you sitting on the couch with watching a movie tonight? Nobody? Yeah, it's weird. Yeah. 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 And troubling. God, I'd say. Anyway, you wanted more of this? Well, yeah, we're kind of out of time. Oh, I used up all the time with my nonsense. Yeah, you did, usually. <laughs> Please. You have any thoughts on that, man? That is, that is like that one guy said, a whole bunch of not having sex, not working jobs, young men is not a good thing in, in, in any country. Well, and as I've pointed out many times, if it was like elephants who were, they just stopped coupling, stopped breeding, or antelope, or any species of beast on Earth, you'd have biologists going crazy trying to figure it out because they know it would be a disaster. Yeah, text line 415-295-KFTC. Armstrong and Getty. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with a king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is it. Your moment. This is your time to make your comeback with Purdue Global. When you come back with a Purdue Global degree, you create opportunity for yourself, your family, and your future. It's a degree you can be proud of, a degree that employers will trust and respect. Purdue Global offers working adults like you over 175 flexible degree programs to meet your specific career goals. These include associate, bachelor's, master's, and doctoral degrees and certificates. Purdue Global degree programs range from nursing to business to communication and more. Whatever your interest, we have the degree that will move you forward. You have the knowledge. You have the experience. Now it's time to get credit for the work you've done and earn the recognition you deserve with Purdue Global, Purdue's online university for working adults. You know you're worth it. We do too. So don't wait another second to get the degree that will take your career to the next level. Start your comeback today at purdueglobal.edu. Open a limited-time 11-month certificate at Kemba Financial Credit Union. At 5.25% APY, it's more than triple the national average, plus it's a safe and secure way to grow your money. Visit your local branch or kemba.org slash cb for details. Offer expires May 31st, 2024. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. $500 minimum and $250,000 maximum deposit. Advantage status required. Comparison based on bank rate average. Federally insured by NCUA. The Armstrong and Getty Show. 
this idea of dumping these helpless people on buses and trucking them off to New York and Washington and Chicago is cruel and it's inhumane and it does not represent who we are as Americans. What's the cruel, inhumane part about it? Uh, did anybody follow up with the question there? Probably not. That's Dick Durbin, Illinois senator. By the way, Illinois is just, it's like secretariat racing out in front of the other 49 states to be the first to the bottom. Illinois has terrible problems. Politically, economically, governmentally, it's just a train wreck. But anyway. Half yeah, the that's, country pronounces the S when they say it. It's just a mess. No, it's so annoying. Uh, so that's Dick Durbin weeping about the incredibly cruel and abusive practice of the border state governors now busing illegals to sanctuary cities who've been swearing up and down for a decade or better that we welcome all people. No human being is illegal. We're a sanctuary. And then you deliver 15 of these people to their doors and they freak out and poo their pants. It's hilarious. And it's interesting to me that whole it does not represent as who we are as americans every every politician whether it's Lori lightfoot dick durbin muriel bowser in dc they all use that same sentence it's obviously a talking point right, right they've right. come up with so uh headline is dick durbin joins a growing chorus of state democrats who are criticizing greg abbott of texas for sending buses of undocumented migrants to chicago and other major american cities calling it cruel and inhumane better they should stay in camps with thousands thousands hundreds of thousands of other illegals in texas than ship a couple dozen to chicago i mean it's just unbelievable usually on issues i feel like okay there's you know there are points on both sides of the argument this one is just you got you got to the ref has got to call it it's unfair but the 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 majority of the media is not uh picking up on the story in the way that i feel like it should that argument makes no sense whatsoever i can make tons of arguments on why if i'm an illegal i want to be sent to chicago or new york or someplace else and not be grouped here in this one spot with a gazillion other people struggling for services send me somewhere else get me far away from this border so sheriffs dealing with the crisis at the southern border are now uh, blasting back at Washington and Chicago, etc., for declaring a public emergency over the migrants, uh, bristling at claims that the buses have turned D.C. into, quote, a border town, which is, I think, what Muriel Bowser said. Uh, says Goliad County, Texas Sheriff Ray Boyd, they haven't seen anything. They're not a border town. They don't know what a border town is. Right. Boy, that is just so galling and hilarious and pathetic. You've sent us 42 people, and now we're supposed to figure out how to feed them and where they're supposed to sleep? We're declaring a state of emergency, say these sanctuary cities. Some of them need medical care? Yeah, that's right. God dang it, that that is really maddening. And I hate that they're getting away with this to this extent. So easy to be a sanctuary city when it's it's not an issue for you. Texas, which has sent a few thousand uh, immigrants up in the east and west, etc. They mentioned that the Border Patrol has so far encountered two million migrants this year and untold numbers that they didn't encounter because they snuck through gotaways, as they call them. 
Uh, said the sheriff, I think it's all a bunch of political grandstanding, trying to get themselves attention, squeeze a little more money out of the federal government or somewhere else. If they want to see what it looks like, come down here. See, it's being shoved on us by the federal government and their policies and their lack of enforcement. Uh, let's go ahead. I was going to say, how do you see this playing out? I'm, I'm hoping they continue the busloads of people and uh, eventually win the argument. Well, I think the reason you hear uh, Bowser and Lightfoot and Dick Durbin spouting the same nonsense about this is not who we are as Americans is because they have nothing else. Yeah. If they had something other than empty rhetoric, I think they would probably employ it, but they don't. It's pretty weak. So I think it continues to go in the justice of reasonable or in the direction rather of reasonableness. And I think Washington, D.C. is finally going to have to bow to pressure from the blue city mayors, which is exactly what Greg Abbott is trying to ratchet up. Well played, I say, sir. The war in Ukraine's going the right direction. We're going to talk to Mike Lines to kick off hour three about that. Armstrong and Getty. If a new house is on your wish list in the next five years, grow your savings faster and experience your dreams with an Ohio Homebuyer Plus account from Kemba Financial Credit Union, a savings account specifically designed to save for a new home where you can earn 7% APY, a $500 matching bonus, and a $1,500 mortgage closing cost credit. Learn more at Kemba.org. Offer expires March 31st, 2025. APY equals annual percentage yield. Restrictions apply. NMLS 292230. Equal housing lender. Federally insured by NCUA. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Are you still searching for your perfect place to call home? Well, now is the time to buy at Fisher Homes. If you're looking to move in before the end of 2024, May could be your last opportunity to start building your dream home and close before the year's end. If you're hoping to move in even sooner, Fisher Homes also has homes that are move-in ready and waiting for you, where you can start enjoying the benefits of homeownership even faster. Schedule your personal tour with a new home advisor today at fisherhomes.com and make this spring the season you find your perfect home sweet home.